I'm Lacey. And I'm Kippen. We're two friends who love to get lost inside a great story. And we're welcoming you to our own little book club. This is One Page More, a podcast. Here we are in season five. Can you believe it? I can't. It has been two full years since we started this podcast. Is that right? Yes. This podcast has um, brought us through not two, but three children and one in utero. <laughs> that is when we say it like that. It sounds insane. <laughs> I know. Oh, we're like totally fitting that like LDS woman or maybe I should say Mormon woman, like popping out the children. Left we and right. do be having babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if nothing else, we also are here to provide excellent book content, which I feel season five is ready to bring forth. Oh, yeah. So this is our podcast baby, which we will not neglect, even if we uh, half ace it <laughs> three fourths of the time. We're still going to get you guys some episodes. The podcast gets more love, I think, than sometimes the Insta. It's, it has been my <laughs> neglected fifth child, for sure. It, that has been hard. It's hard. Instagram is hard. But you know what? Y'all should follow us on Instagram. We do try to keep it funny and worth your time. So check us out on One Page More Podcast on Instagram. We would love for you to give us a follow. And always message. I every time we get a message from somebody that's like oh i just found you on spotify or apple Podcasts, and i listen to five of your episodes and you're the best blah, blah. I, the, the, the the like smile that lights up my face like there's like an expression called like a mule eating briars is what we'd call somebody <laughs> that had like a huge like ridiculous grin on their face and like that is absolutely me because i'm like oh, oh my gosh somebody like loves us they love what we do so anyways feel free to always send us a dm a positive totally. dm perhaps yes yes we love getting your messages and we'll message you back so this season we're going to do a little back to the future action here because some of these books Lacey and i have already read a few of them we've already recorded some episodes on but this is the ever popular and much looked forward to that's what i'm just going to manifest here <laughs> season five sizzle which is where we go over just briefly, every single book that we're going to read this season, um, roughly in order, because it's us. Sometimes, you know, we might switch it up just a little bit, but pretty much this is how it's going to go down. And you can find this entire list in the show notes of this episode. And also on our Instagram, there's a little graphic that says uh, season five book club. So the first one that's going to kick off this season with a true bang is In Order to Live by Yunmi Park. It's a nonfiction, and this is one that Lacey brought to the table. Yes, I read this one for my book club, and I immediately had to have you read it. Um, this book really focuses on a woman um, who was raised in North Korea, who basically kind of goes through a a bit of an awakening as she begins to realize the propaganda and the, the super difficult, like totalitarian regime that she's lives in. Like she kind of begins to break out of the. I mean, she, she literally breaks out of North Korea. She <laughs> yes. <saved. laughs> the, the wool is taken from her eyes. Um, the story is heroin. It's exciting. It's, you root for the gal like you just can't stand it and it's 
It's going to be one. I would say this is like a do not miss book for me. It's very, very good. It's hard. There's a lot of trigger warnings there um, with sexual assault, uh, sex trafficking, depression. um, I don't even know. Pretty much name a trigger and you got it. Like starvation, child abuse, all this stuff. However, I, I was not personally like drugged down by this book. I mean, I was very touched. But it's not something that I would be afraid to, you know, tell somebody to read. Right. If you, she doesn't do, I mean, she goes in with a heavy hand, but I feel like she also has such a love of life and optimism that it kind of takes away a lot of, and like she almost goes to like a forgiveness process of, of several times, like throughout her life that also kind of helps alleviate some of the more traumatic moments. Totally. The last thing I would say about this book is this woman, Yunmi, is 28 years old. She's very young. Like, this is a very recent story. I mean, she's really about our age. And it's just crazy to know that this is happening right now in North Korea. Yeah, definitely. Pick this book up. Okay. So then next, remember, we try and cover two books a month. So we release episodes like every other week-ish, is Eleanor Oliphant is Completely Fine by Gail Honeyman. You may have seen this book. You probably have because I believe it was in Reese's, uh, Reese Witherspoon's book club. And it has that cover of um, like a girl with her arms crossed and then her head is sort of chopped off in the picture where you can't see it. Chopped off quite the dramatic entry here. I'm like, wait, I mean, not <laughs> like chopped her, off. Her, her head is just simply out of shot. Cropped. It is cropped. <laughs> this book, I feel like I, I see it all the time on like a book resale pages. And that to me is always a sign of like a good book whenever enough people have bought it and they kind of are, are going through it. Mm-hmm. I have not read this one, so I cannot comment, but I feel as if it's meant to be good. Yeah. In a nutshell, L4 all. Eleanor Oliphant is an extremely strange person. She's very quirky. She's got, she's very unpleasant. I'll put it that way. In a way I wasn't quite expecting. Um, And it's about her navigating her very prescribed life. And then she slowly, much like Yenmi, starts to have kind of this awakening where she's stepping out of the box and um, learning things about herself and finding new relationships and things that's really challenging the way that she's lived for a very long time. Um, it was, I believe it's a British book and it has kind of that same like perfect quirky British humor that, uh, what was that book that we read? Sorrow and Bliss. Yes, yeah, Sorrow and Bliss had which I'm a sucker for that. I love that. But it just, I read it so quickly. I absolutely loved it. It was such a page turner. It deals with mental illness and some darker kind of themes in a really unique way. And even though Eleanor Oliphant herself can be such a weirdo, you just root for her so hard. And you kind of, like, you, you, you pity her, but you also just want her to feel better and be better and all of these things. And I just love this book. I cannot wait for you to read it. <laughs> it's supposed to be my book for the cruise. So yes. we will see. I found it in my car. Okay. Oh, 
Up next, we have the the Dance of Anger by Harriet Lerner. We had a friend recommend this book to us. For, well, this book is actually, I believe, from the late 80s. But I have read this book twice because I was so mesmerized. Basically, uh, Dr. Harriet Lerner just really talks about anger. And so right whenever you hear, you're thinking like, oh, like it's about like how to get rid of your anger. And it's absolutely not at all. It's more that anger is just something that a person's going to go through on a, you know, day-to-day basis. It's just a regular emotion. And it's kind of about how to deal with your anger and how to, when you get in certain situations, how to successfully cope with those. How do you really verbalize like what your needs are to another person? How to uncover what your um the root problem is for something that makes you angry absolutely if i could have a sweatshirt that said i heart harriet Lerner," i would wear it every day i was obsessed with this book and i've told so many people to read it um this is nonfiction, but don't be afraid it's quite brief and it's not the kind of nonfiction where it could have just been a long article like every page has great information and stuff that will keep you thinking for days and probably years and you'll want to take notes and all kinds of stuff so definitely read that with us and she does a phenomenal job of sprinkling in like real life situations that are super relatable and if if you haven't went through it you know somebody else that has so i would this this to me is not like i'm not super into nonfiction, but i was super into this book Yes. Then we're going to do a quick turnabout to The Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood. It's been a few seasons since we've tried to do just a straight up rom-com and this is chiclet to the extreme. It is a romantic comedy um, and it is insanely popular. You have totally seen this book. It's the one where it looks like Adam Driver is kissing uh, Daisy Ridley <laughs> they're both wearing lab coats in like a little cartoon cover and if it looks like that it's because both of those characters are inspired by those uh, actors and actresses I have to say that Star Wars leaving me with that insanely terrible ending <laughs> for my romantic heart was not enough so I feel excited about reading that literally just because I'm like, I, I love this reimagining idea of like, okay, I want to I give him a second chance and it better be a happily ever after ending. That's all I I'm love. For. I, I love the Raylo kiss. That thrilled me. My cheesy heart. I was like, absolutely. Yes. And this podcast stands Adam Driver. That's like one of our, the tenets of this podcast. Listen. <laughs> when I think about that man, I'm like, oh. There's nothing he's been in that I don't think I haven't absolutely loved him in. He's so handsome. And there's just like an aura about him that is just, just so, I don't know, delectable. Um, You know, the one song that's like, (laughs) he was six feet tall with his side. Do you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) No, sing more. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Cut this. Cut it. Heck no, this needs to be like the front line of the little There is a literal Ooh. like thirst trap TikTok theme where these people play this song oh, sick. and then it, it's like going from them like in normal clothes to like flexing their huge muscles and every time I think of Adam Driver for some reason. Listen, there is no better segue into our next book other than the <laughs> only person I want to see going from day to day clothes. <laughs> 
<laughs> to absolutely shirtless is James Frazier from Outlander by Diana Gabaldon. You know, I feel like this book really took our relationship to the next level. <laughs> I, I I was thinking about this earlier today. I remember I like randomly got on Hoopla and downloaded the book. And I had I used to live two and a half hours away from my parents, and I remember making the drive. And along that drive, I started. I got into the interesting part of the book where the the main premise of the book is that Claire is a 1940s modern gal. She gets sent back in time to the 1700s. She's in Scotland. She basically is, you know, kind of like, oh, I, I couldn't went back in time, could I? And kind of goes through a lot of traumatic and exciting events. Anyway, so I remember like when that happened, and I texted. She was like, oh. I'm reading a really interesting book, but I was like, I don't want to give too much information away because the book can be scandalous. And I was like, I just don't want her to have that opinion on that's my kind of books. But at the same time, that's a hundred percent my kind of books. And you're like, Oh, (laughs) I know what book you're talking about. I've been planning to read that. And you immediately downloaded the German version. Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I actually think that I may have already downloaded that. Like maybe like a year before and then I realized it was the German version and I was so ticked that I didn't like want to waste another credit. I, say, I feel like yeah you bought it even it was like even worse mm-hmm. than a hoopla it was like oh yeah just oh yeah and then I I listened to it basically on our entire flight to Paris and it was just the best thing ever so I mean everybody knows Outlander at this point because now it's a tv show but the book Come on, the book is amazing, and the, we're gonna revisit it. And I, this is our, is this the only reread I think we've ever done? Yeah, this book hits to for me my favorite points. It's got fantasy, it's got historical fiction, it's got some romance. That to me is like the the ultimate trifecta <laughs> of a book, and Diana Gabaldon just hones it in perfectly. So I'm super super stoked for us to read over this one and talk about it, and then for me to. Just think of James, uh, not James, what's his name? Sam Hewen or whatever, who I truly feel like is the perfect embodiment of Jamie in looks, not in spirit, but in looks. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay, then we're going to throw in another little short nonfiction. Um, It's Dopamine Nation. The full title says Finding Balance in the Age of Indulgence, and it's by Anna Lemke. It is, of course, about screens are bad for you phones are bad for you uh we are obsessed with over consuming everything and instant gratification and all that stuff which we attempted to read more than a body a few seasons ago and it (laughs) went over like a ton of bricks but this book i believe is going to be a little different and this is why we all know that this is true right like we want pleasure more than anything else. And it's so easy to get that right now. Like in so like TikTok, for example, we're just talking about that. Um, and then it's also talking about the pain points of that and how it can literally just make your brain mush. Like nobody has time to read a book anymore, for example, or stare into space or whatever. Um, But it also talks about how to step away from those things. And that's why I'm looking forward to it. I'm really hoping that this will be um, kind of like the dance of anger for me for screens and for these like obsessive tendencies that we have. 
I'm super excited because earlier today I broke my phone. The front of it completely shattered. And so Graham, uh, my husband, took my phone. Like he went, like, did me a big favor, went and got it fixed. While he was gone, I had no phone. My TV, <laughs> our TV volume was not working. I, I did, later he told me like something was disconnected. And I was literally like <laughs> looking around around me and like, what? <laughs> what is this? like I finally go and like sit on my porch and I'm kind of like looking and I'm like oh I'll get my Kindle like I would love for this to kind of come in as like a I don't know a voice of reason for stepping away sometimes yeah and shout out to smart ladies because this isn't just written by somebody the uh Anna Lemke is a doctor she's a psychiatrist um and who's done tons and tons of research on neuroscience so should be pretty good and it's not very long I'm pretty sure the audiobook was only I don't know, maybe less than four hours, you know, so it should be digestible as well. Um, Then we have Born a Crime by Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah has a show. Is it on Comedy Central? I don't know. Did he take over the Daily Show? As I say, I thought he had like a a news report. I feel like I, I see him on Twitter all the time. Well, yeah, it is technically a new news show, but it's like, uh, yeah, it's the Daily Show. It is the Daily Show, so it used to be. It's like um, it's like the Colbert Report. Gotcha. Huh. So it's kind of like satirical, funny, but he is from South Africa, and he does like political commentating. He's an actor. He's a comedian. All of these things, and he's a a cutie pie too. <laughs> Basically. But- all I know about his book or like from what I have briefly gathered from looking online is it really seems like he was like he's mixed mixed race mm-hmm. uh, his dad I think it said was like from Switzerland his mom is from South Africa and I I'm almost positive I read that he was like hidden away for most of his early childhood because it was like he was like illegal like uh, I mean illegal quote quotations right. illegal where it's like oh like th- the mixing of races like should never happen apartheid I'm assuming hadn't happened so mm-hmm. that right away sets me like like sets off in my brain like excitement where I'm like oh, tell me more yeah I'm pretty sure that if they had been found out um either him or her I don't know maybe both could have gone to jail for like five years or something so yeah he was kept indoors for most of his early childhood and then of course like just dealing with apartheid and then also the after apartheid stuff in in South Africa and he's such a funny and like very smart guy I'm really looking forward to it Oh, that's the only so I can't imagine. I'm trying to think of like the first time you like really step outside. You've been, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, like maybe he's been outside, but it's had to be like a big secret or hidden. Or, and then it's like, oh, here I am. Just mm-hmm. roll me. Yeah. Two memoirs this season. Go us. <laughs> All right. Up next, we have the, um, the Dutch House by Ann Patchett. Which we know very little, (laughs) very little about. If you know us, you know that whenever possible, if we know a book is going to be pretty good, like this got 4.1 out of 5 on Goodreads. It got super high ratings elsewhere and really great reviews. Like I know all that. I've also seen this absolutely gorgeous cover following me around the internet for years now. 
we would rather just read it um or i would i, I think you would too right Lacey? Um, yes i'm trying to remember i i very briefly skimmed over her. i feel like all it was like those maybe like a set of siblings maybe they were rich and they turned poor and that is a so this book i mean it was a finalist for a pulitzer prize in fiction um and as far from what i can tell is yes it's like siblings a brother and a sister they're very very close and it follows their lives over like five decades like it's a very large spanning book they grew up in a huge mansion that they called the dutch house in philadelphia and I believe that their mother, like, abandons their family. And there, there's definitely some family drama, trauma, all kinds of stuff. It's been described multiple places as a fairy tale or, like, a sprinkling of a fairy tale. So I'm wondering if there's, I'm wondering if they mean fairy tale like Hansel and Gretel. Like, a, you know what I mean? Like, this kind of babes in the woods type coming of age story. Or if they mean like fantasy. I don't think that there's going to be much fantasy there. But maybe just a little sprinkle. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I'm, hmm. <laughs> like the, the, you know, I'm trying to think of a story. Like all, fa- or all fairy tales are, you know, it's like pauper to, mm-hmm. a, to a wealthy person. So we're going from the opposite. Right. Like if we're dealing with like the, you know, the abandonment issues. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Sorry if you've read this book and we sound like oh, no. idiots. <laughs> It's because we are. It's like, who are these dummies talking about this? Take but, the podcast. Speaking of fantasy, our next book <gasps> is our one and only true fantasy novel. It's a YA fantasy novel called Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo. Is this the beginning of a of a, of a series? So the, this is a it's a duology. Okay. I don't believe you have to read the second one. I don't know because I haven't read this one, so I will let you know. <laughs> um, this is Shadow and Bone. It came out on Netflix uh, in 2021, and it, like, blew me away. I think that's actually one of the big things that got me back into, like, fantasy. Um, and this book is basically her um, – so this book is set in the same world but does not overlap with the other set of characters at all. I have read – so much about the fandom of six of crows where it's i i think it's like by easily like her most popular book mm-hmm. um set in the uh city of ketterdam there is i believe a group of maybe five or six they're all kind of like criminals they all work together um not exactly sure what they're gonna do but they're gonna work together and get something accomplished so i i really i feel like as bare bones as of what i have just summed up i'm so excited about this book if the reviews are to be believed and the fandom is to be believed it's supposed to be a really really great um young adult fantasy book i think i think that they're pulling off a heist i think it's like like a crew of baddies and they're having to pull off some kind of heist um they you know what i bet you're right because they kind of interweave a little bit of the story into shadow and bone like i think they're trying to do shadow and bone and uh six of crows and like combine it but i don't think they did like a great job is what i was reading so i i know a little bit about them but i'm hoping i don't know enough but i know yeah there's like some uh, there's a lot of characters that are like very eccentric and 
hopefully very exciting. Okay. And then the last book is This Tender Land by William Kent Kruger. This Tender Land, we're going to step back into the, the Depression era, which, to be honest, has not been my favorite. Uh, we read Four Winds a few years, or a few years. Oh, feels like years. It was only <laughs> was months. Last year, what is? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, a few months ago. And Depression era is always very hard for me. This is not Dust Bowl, though. This is, it's kind of a coming of age story um, set in the Great Depression. There are four orphans. I believe that two of them are related and then two of them are people that they meet. I also want to say that one of them may be a Native American child who was taken from his parents and put in like a re-education school type of thing. Um, But they're all in like this orphanage, horrible school situation and they escape and then they go on this, you know, across the country kind of journey and it's about the people that they meet and the places that they go and their story throughout. So I'm hoping it'll be great. I'm trying to think about poor, four poor mm-hmm. impoverished children in the middle of <laughs> the Great Depression trying to survive. And I will just have to hang out and like hold out hope for them. So I, I know. Can say. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't, I don't shy away from a sad book though. So I don't feel like nervous about that. Yeah. Neither do I. I, it's funny because I've seen a lot of things that are like, if you liked where the crawdads say, you'll love this tender land. And to me, oh. it doesn't sound anything like that besides maybe poor little sorry child left to <laughs> be on their own. Right. Has to do their best to survive. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> okay. we, we, maybe we combine Kaya's young story with then a more, epic adventure that you know I we will see we'll read this book and maybe I'll come back and eat my words but I will say it sounds weird just in the beginning as far as the comparison because I feel like the main premise of the other book is like that Kai is so lonely right and that's like a huge, that, huge tenant of that book we'll see very true maybe there's four lonesome <laughs> travelers together and so that's going to be our season that's going to be season five um I am confident that we'll sprinkle in a few more episodes specifically while we're talking about where the crawdads saying the movie comes out this summer. So we got to have an episode about that. Oh, for sure. I am. I cannot wait. I'm on my seat. Edge of my seat for that one. Okay. I'm excited. I can't wait to get reading. All right. Tune in uh, in two weeks to get started with us for the, the 10 episodes yeah coming up on the books we're gonna try and release our first two in may and then these books are gonna carry us all the way to august and then Lacey's gonna give birth so <laughs> actually i think it'll go to september oh really may hold on may june july august september yeah september if we do two a month all right so yes. there you go there you have it people <laughs> it's nice just to have a reading list you don't even have to look at your tbr you just pull up and just go to town be sure to take a screenshot on instagram look for the um pink uh book club list you'll have it right there easily pulled up all right well happy reading see ya bye
this has been one page more thanks for listening please leave us a five-star review <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds so